0: A watershed event. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was searching for the word and then it arrived. Yeah. You had a watershed event. You're know, yeah. saying, in, in uh, that I got extremely drunk at good. <laughs>
1: and disappeared. I hope you had a good time. <laughs> because, like, I did. I did. I did. Tell us about it that event. Okay. Well, I was married uh, yes. to a wonderful woman named Maya Wagner, who is going to be my bride forever. It's super exciting. Yeah. Um, we met like four between four and five years ago introduced by Gabe Silverman and Jamie Coughlin who were holders of the wedding canopy the chuppah as we call it it was a watershed moment that's what it felt like and it what it feels like now it's very solidifying um in a way it was already there because she and I are property owners together Mm -hmm. like her father told me that that's when he became okay with the whole living in sin thing yeah he was like oh They bought a place together. He's going to be around. This is like a serious financial now commitment. And so that was, in a way, like the die was really cast from there. So this was like, it was a really big, really great moment. But it wasn't like jumping into something that we weren't already comfortable in. Yeah. So people say like, oh, are you nervous or whatever? And, you know, you get cold feet. I think that only happens in situations where it's like a big change will take place like we already lived together, we we're homeowners. We went back to our normal lives basically the day mm-hmm. after the wedding. So it, it was incredible and I got to enjoy it, um but it was pretty chaotic. Yeah, as Ch- well. Chaotic uh just in terms of planning. Uh, no, in terms of the emotions and in okay. terms of all the people that were there. There were over 250 people there. Yeah. So Yeah. It was it, what's funny is and a little sad, this is our one major regret is that we didn't get a chance to speak to every person who was at Our own wedding, yeah, which is insane. Like nobody, not people, don't accomplish that though. It would have been nice. I mean, it's it kind of sucks that you invite somebody, they travel, they give you a gift. It's like you're in the same room together. You're the reason they're there, and you can't even take a minute to go talk to them. I just felt kind of guilty about that.
0: You know, it's funny. So I had a so Justin Rude. You know, I had a call like after I was like Justin. I was like, yeah, I went to his wedding. I'm like, and I'm like, I just like I got extremely drunk. You know, I'm saying (laughs) because I was drunk before I got there because I was stressed, and then like I just pulled like an Irish goodbye, and he was like David. He was like, when I realized when I was in my mid thirties, weddings are the best, he's like, cause the bride and groom they ain't thinking about you David's Gibson like they like they got stuff to do. They like if you they like if you are more a liability
1: there, go home. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like Irish <laughs> goodbye is my favorite thing now. I think it's the best. <laughs> I never it doesn't even matter what the scenario is. Leave leave early by all means. Thank you for coming. I'm glad you I mean I at least saw you interacted with you there. Absolutely. That's more than we can say for uh, some of the folks. And Absolutely. It's not their fault. I yeah. felt I, t- I took the responsibility for that.
0: Well luckily, I mean so you did it in a what I like about it is you did it in a um you didn't have to work like a ballroom and slide between weird little tables. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you did have like like you still probably would have had more conversations at you probably had more conversations at your wedding than I think may have been accomplished at other weddings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because because like it was centralized, which I liked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it was and like they were it was like first of all <laughs> who was I taught I was who, who was I standing in the back with? I'm like, I'm like, of course, Red damn. I'm like Damn Bloom's wedding. Standing room only. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> which is a very, I'm like, which is amazing.
1: <laughs> we just didn't order enough chairs. That's, that's how you create that effect. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. You know it's what I'm called saying? it's called 80% seating. It's a thing. I didn't even know about that. But you know what's funny?
0: It's like I was so like as soon as I saw the seats, I'm like, I ain't grab one of those. I'm standing up in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I liked, I wanted to stand. You know what I'm saying? To yeah. have, to have that to have that mobility, and I stood by the what's the what's the uh, he was on the bachelor party. He was at the bachelor party with us. Um, <laughs> the British dude. Johnny. Johnny, yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Petty. Shout out. Yeah, me, him, and Jeremiah, you know what I'm saying? We're all standing. And John Asante, we're all standing in the back uh, with your um, with your aunts and uncles. With, nice. with your dad's siblings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah who are trying to, who had a monopoly on like a, the few stools. <laughs> like, can I move the stool? Like, nah. They're like, so, so, so. <laughs> I wanted to be like, where are they? <laughs> St- stools taken. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But so, like, uh, so, I mean, Andrew just got back.
1: You went on a trip. Uh, Just, yeah, we went on a honeymoon. Yeah. We went to Tulum, Mexico.
0: That must have been fun.
1: Man, Tulum is the best. I, I Now that I come back, it's like I'm evangelizing this place to everybody I talk really? to. I'm gonna Who tell put you, you on? Who put us on? Um, Maya's dear friend Melissa had gone to Tulum. A bunch of other people went to Tulum, and we just heard it. It was like in the air. It's like, oh, where are we going to go Tulum? Something mm-hmm. was just whispering that at us. Here's why I'm so amazed by it. Well, there's a lot of things that are amazing, but- we are in the Washington, D.C. metro area. Mm-hmm. BW, Thurgood Marshall BWI Airport is the best. It's my favorite airport, hands it down. It it's is. international, so you can go everywhere. It's convenient to Marylanders, etc. You can get on Southwest, beloved Southwest, despite their recent troubles. Mm-hmm. You can get on a Southwest flight really cheap from Baltimore to Cancun in three and a half hours. Really? That is no time. That is less time than it takes to get from New York to Washington on a train. Yeah. I mean, the pain of that is just like three and a half hours to Cancun. Then you take a 90-minute cab ride or like a van ride or whatever south to Tulum. And it's just beautifully kind of built up but simple. It's a beach town, but there's lots of places to go and things to do. And it's easy to get to, relatively cheap. Everybody speaks English, although they really appreciated the fact that we spoke Spanish to them. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're very used to, like, ignorant American tourists who don't don't even give a shit and don't try to, like, (laughs) interact or whatever. Yeah. But it was just an amazing mix of, like, locals who were really cool to us and expats who had, like, really nice restaurants and really saw some cool natural stuff. I'm an indoorsman. I don't really give a shit about the outdoors for the most part. I'm glad it's there. I'm an environmentalist. And yeah. Like, I'm pro environment. Yeah. But I don't really want to go hiking or do stuff usually yeah. in nature. But in Tulum, there was a bunch of cool stuff to do. It could be. Well, I mean, because sometimes, sometimes it's just so so damn beautiful. You're like, all right, I'll be out here. Yeah. No, I like to sit around and yeah. look at nature. Once you get into the hiking and camping, yeah. especially once you have to start carrying your own domicile on your back, yeah. and then it's like, oh, time to wake up, and now I'll put everything that I had used in my back and carry it. I'm not about that life. I So
0: I like the the camping I can do, the hiking I don't... Because camping, at least you're sitting still. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> me, me and the... Uh, <laughs> Andrew Gumas and Jared Beleski have been talking because, of course, of course, these dudes have all these like pocket knives, like yeah. they're they're, they're util- utility men, yeah, you know. And so like they've got Jared's got these crazy tents, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, so I'm like we've been talking about going camping <laughs> for the longest time. I'm like I want to go with you all because this is gonna be, oh my you know God. what I'm saying woodsman
1: gifts you into know, the finest. You it's- need to record it. That would be so funny. <laughs> yeah, it would be it 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 would be perfect. Yeah, you it'd know be- the best part of camping is the the fire that you you make a campfire at night and mm-hmm. everyone's sitting around. Like you roast hot dogs or make beans and yeah. do like your s'mores or whatever. That is the best part of the whole thing because it's like this nice social uh, reminder of how people used to be, kind of in the woods, I guess, or wherever in nature. But then it's cleaning it up. It's like, especially if you're gonna have a couple of, <laughs> a, a couple of beers or some wine. It's like, all right, everybody, now we're all exhausted. Let's put out this fire and then we'll, like, put everything away so the bears don't come get us. I mean, it, it just seems like we are through with that portion of our history as human beings by necessity. Uh-huh. And I don't understand why people rush off to the woods to get back into dangerous environments that could kill them. You know, I think – Exactly. So – I'm not an adrenaline junkie. I don't understand people who do this. You know, a lot – I think a lot of people
0: just assess whether or not it's, like, it will actually happen to them. You know. I know. Like, it's, like, the risk thing. And, like, of course, like – Because, like um, – First of all, I think the way to alleviate that is clean up as you go. You know, yes. if you have a group, if it's just three, it's then you're gonna get you get drunk, you're gonna get bored, you're gonna be like fuck it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, if there's, but if but if there's a lot, you know what I'm saying? Uh, then people are just gonna clean up. But even but of course, even that doesn't that is not always a foolproof plan. Yeah, you are out there with the. I mean, it's been so long. I, like I would be very, I'd be very. I'd have feelings about whether or not a bear showed up. The one time I returned <laughs> to camp, you know, I'm just like, this is ridiculous because, like, the that's the one—that's th- the one thing I fear about wilderness. That's <laughs> that's the main thing. I'm not an outdoors person. Like, the ocean looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. I want nothing to do with it. I get There's it. no rules in there. No. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there are they, there are bullies. <laughs> 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 there are like people who don't care that you just got married
1: yep. you know what I'm saying, you just mm-hmm. closed on a house <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean you wander into a field of jellyfish, it's not their fault that they're gonna sting you to death, that's what they're there to do it's their space, you're in their space exactly. We know what our spaces are, we exactly. made them, we built them the, Ex- the built environment as it's called Exactly. I'm cool in that environment and I understand, I mean it's great to go on a walk through the woods or whatever and there is something uh, that I, I get about the desire to like go off the trail blaze your own path yeah. But I'm good. I'm good on the path. I mean, it's that's like, for other people, I suppose. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like a jellyfish will never make it up into this podcast studio. That's right. doesn't stand a chance.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it does not stand a chance. I'm a little bit scared of jellyfish because they're clear, like, mm-hmm. my, like my hipster glasses mm-hmm. that we talked about on your <laughs> yeah, way up here. Yeah. But they will fuck you up. Anything, anything that you can see right through but that can also fuck you up is, like, real scary. And imagine if you're um, – because some people have allergic reactions to them. They don't even know. Yeah.
0: People have had, like, people can really, like, suffocate from that, you know, from just, like, getting, getting. you talk about, like, a, like getting something, like, too much jellyfish, yeah. too much jellyfish, something like that. I got, like, so when I did camping, Camp Letts, YMCA Camp Letts. I heard
1: good things about Camp Letts. People have good stories about Camp Letts.
0: It was, I mean, it was a fun outdoor ed experience, because it, it was it was attached to the Y, so when we were young, like, a lot of things attached to the Y. As kids, you were kind of skeptical of, like, I did the basketball camp, it wasn't that great. It's going to be whack. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly but it was it was dope you know what I'm saying I'm, yeah. i met some I met some lifelong friends there without a doubt uh, yeah. and it was diverse cuz uh-huh. they also they also had a what was the first it was the first also be they but they also they also had a um i won't call i want i want to jokingly say an upward mobility program but it's not a upward mobility program um students or uh, uh, kids was, it came from troubled backgrounds. At-risk youth, Absolutely. If, if you will. Would get dropped and like, of course, it created tension but also created a lot of laughter. I bet. <laughs> a lot of laughter. Yeah, some kids got beat up but that wasn't me. I mean like, <laughs> some kids learned some things. It was it was good. Kid learned things. But like, First time I'm going, they send you the pack and everything, and my neighbor went. That's how, like, uh, and so I'm going in like, it's like seventh grade. I wish I had gone like fifth, but it was seventh grade and like water skiing, reading about this for water skiing. I'm like, jellyfish, gotta get this bodysuit for jellyfish. And like, <laughs> and so, and, like, I, you're know saying, like, did you get a bodysuit? Huh? I'm pre, I, I got a bodysuit. I'm pretty sure I got a bodysuit, or maybe because bodysuits are expensive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think my dad might have been, might be without this bodysuit. Right. So when we went, wa- actually, no, I think we were crying. but a- when we went water skiing, I was, I, stu- I stood up the longest because I was so terrified of, of the jellyfish. <laughs> so I was just like, it was like, I dropped down, that boat picked me up quick. I was just like, yo, get me out. You know what I'm saying? Because folks got stung, and I'm just like. Oh, they really did. People got stung every oh. every, year, every year. There's always a horror story. So you know am saying Cheryl, she got
1: stung. You know what I'm saying, and they still do it. Man, that's hardcore. That, like that would really like I don't, I do like, Hey, kids got to get stung. Somebody's do you know anybody stung. who has? Uh, in life, sure. Yeah, but, but not like in that lake <laughs> as a kid no, under not... the supervision of others. <laughs> no, but I meant like now because I was like, what's the pain like? I don't know. I don't want to feel that. <laughs>
0: Neither <Not laughs> do I. Neither do I. You know, I'm a while we're on the animal. Yeah, so like. I went to, like, I was in Tampa, right? Yeah. Long, and, like, long ago? I, yeah, no, I went to, I went to I flew down to Tampa, like a, like, a a month and a half ago. Did you? Yeah, 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 Because the Rottenham recorded out of Tampa. Okay, So, like, I flew, That's right. yeah, t- flew down there, and for some reason, that whole week, I was seeing a lot of content on gators. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, <laughs> and, like, the alligator, I don't, I, of course, I have never seen an alligator in Tampa. Yeah. Um, I know, like, uh. I remember when I drove from D.C. to Florida, like, I saw this territory where they talk about, like, that is like, that is like, I look at that animal, that's like alligator and the crocodile, or like, something, I just like, okay, like, I don't need to ever come across this. You know,
1: I mean, like. Yeah, I agree. They're terrifying. Mm-hmm. They're not, like, fun. I mean, it's kind of cool to watch them, like, slither around. I don't want to watch it eat a chicken. I don't want to watch it, like, almost eat a guy's hand. Yeah, I mean, it's just an animal that we should, we as humans should have very little interaction with. What do you th- so? What do you think about the fact that like these, like these animals
0: exist and have and have things like have have uh, have powers that just don't make sense? Like a hippo, hippos like yo, the most da- deadly animal in the wild. And the Africans have been dealing with hippos for a minute, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, like hippo is the number one per- thing killing people on the Nile.
1: Yes. I I like the idea that they are just waiting for us to die. They're like. They're going to be around. They've been here for longer than we have, right? I don't even I don't, know. I don't know the history of the hippo. <laughs> it, it, it it seems to me that like if hippos have developed this deadly, I mean, they know how deadly we are, so they're trying to kill us if they can get us in their little hippo hands. I get it. <laughs>
0: <The> little hippo <laughs> hand.
1: Which is like the, my mom, my mom, my mom. the size of this room. Coming to get you.
0: Did you ever see the movie Congo? No. oh, uh, uh, So like, you remember Michael Crichton? Yeah, Michael sure. Michael Crichton's still alive. I, I think, think so. I don't know. I, I I you got me. Either he or John Grisham died. I don't know which one. <laughs> rest in peace to one of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they did a movie called Congo about like um about like these ancient gorillas and like this in these uh in these diamonds or stuff like that in, in in the Congo and they uh they 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 take this they take this raft of the Nile and like these these Africans these Africans and their rifles had to like stand up to these hippos. The hippos would come and like attack late at night. And like the way they dramatized the hippo for how big it was made me be like, hold up, let me go look up a hippo. And like and then I thought I was just like, oh, like I didn't know like Africans are dealing with some strong stuff. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait till you finally hit the continent. Oh my god. Uh, you know it will be. I can't. First of all, Ummy I mean, will be so so aggravated if I go without her. <laughs> She'd be so aggravated if I go with that. What do you mean? It's
1: like you wouldn't go see Black Panther with me.
0: Uh, Same deal. I
1: I mean, but for her, but she's, I guess, (laughs) even the Black Panther, that was so. I love it. Just for the listeners out there, (laughs) I was was like, hey, David, you want to go see Black Panther? I would love to see it with you. He's like, no, you're not stealing this experience from me, Dan. I love you, but no. (laughs) I wasn't seeing, it was not the group, not the group. I I get it. It's okay. (laughs) But like, so
0: I got taken by um. Neighbor Geary, or me, um, Geary and um, and Geary's roommate Chris. So uh, Geary's a Geary's. Did you meet Geary? He came to my birthday party. Indian, old Indian guy with a lost co with her. Um, has an eye patch. Oh, you ever ooh, said? nope. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so like he, um, he was bothering me about this. Like, why would you want to see? It? And like, and I listened to the to the still processing podcast. They talked about. They're like, listen. They're like. <laughs> Just because I haven't seen it, don't be getting all up in my face about it. And that's the way I felt. Right. And Gary, like, and so as and so like, Gary, he he bought us all tickets. You ever say? Um, and and he's been bothering me about this Venmo for this fourteen bucks. And I'm like, he's like, I am not going to be the one responsible for you going to see Black Panther. I'm like, why not? I'm like, I'm like, so finally, like a week ago, he canceled the request. There we go. You, yeah. we saw you won. You won the war of attrition. <laughs> we saw this like two months ago. But yeah, but like two things about Africa. Did I tell you about the Kenya thing? No, so I was dressed in New York. I was uh, I was dressed up, just like had a sport coat, had my had had these particular shoes. You've know said these these gray Kohan shoes. I love those. Oh, those are like the light. They're easy. They're, this, is oh, the, this is the best shoe I've ever purchased. Yes, I'm, like, I'm going to get I'm going to get on that. They're, they're multiple colors, I know, I'm telling you. I know, I'm online. I've been doing the sh- comparison shopping. And all you got to do is just use detergent <laughs> to scrub them, you know. It it works. <laughs> okay. It works. You know what I'm saying? So like So you're in New York looking fly, business casual. <laughs> a woman was like asked me at <laughs> hostess asked me if I was from Kenya because I was cuz she was from Kenya and I was dressed I was dressed as a Kenyan man would be and okay. I, and like after that to ummy all the time I was just like I'm Kenyan you know what I'm saying like <laughs> of course and so like it launched her into like this deep thing she was like maybe actually she was like I actually didn't realize until dating this man about like you know what I'm saying the uh the the displacement in which you know what I'm saying and the, like African Americans actually needing to find a home because like it would aggravate her how much I'd be like Just allude to Kenya. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. At any time, any time she'd be like, "What's the weather?" I'd just like pull up my phone and be like, "It's set to Nairobi." I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I literally have not. So all the time. I love it. It drives her insane. I think, um, because we've been looking at. I mean, I think when we go, it will be. We're not. But first of all, where we'll go, I know. Multiple places. It, it could either be, it could either be South Africa first. Um, Tages is moving there. No kidding. Te- yeah, Tejas left NPR. Got a got a got a and he told me he got a got a uh, fintech job with a, like a startup and they and they need him. They needed him quick, so he's gone in like four weeks. Wow, that's uh, fantastic. Big up Tejas. That's yeah. great. And so like and, you, know, Tejas is always so like that's how the whole Africa con- like us actually moving to Africa conversation came about. I ran into Tejas, uh at. I ran a tape at NPR. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, look, I'm like, what are you up to? He was like... I'm bored, man. I'm probably going to Africa. And I'm like, what? <laughs> You're like, excuse me? <laughs> exactly. And Tejas was like, has always been like, Tajis let me know about all this like tech music stuff like years before I feel like SoundCloud was just like a slither of a name <laughs> when he was in London. <laughs> all these places that became much bigger. Yeah. Tajis was always in on, you know what I'm saying, just do, doing that startup stuff in London. So I was just like, so when he he's like, either I'm going, I'm gonna go to Nairobi or I'm gonna go to, to Joburg. He's gonna he's gonna be in Joburg, but he was but he was talking about this financial technology stuff, and I, I'm like, i mean, I'm like, we need to talk about Africa. I'm like I've watched Tages land at places that blow up every single time when he shows up mm-hmm. shit happens mm-hmm. I'm like so what are we t- so what are we talking about here she simultaneously she had been applying to um she had been applying to stuff at uh in Cape Town um we had like we had several me- we had several like meetings with people about like what our life would be like in Johannesburg, wow. like um, yeah, probably. I didn't even share that. No, uh, you did. Oh, I did. Not about yeah. the, the
1: meetings, but you, yeah, the meetings. But yeah, yeah. You talked about how serious you were. Yeah, ser-
0: Yeah, so like, uh, made a, a, a friend of mine uh, splits his time between here in Cape Town, mm-hmm. um, and he does he does consulting business here and, the, and, and goes back and forth. And was just it's basically just explaining what what is possible. And I remember I told another friend of mine this, this guy Michael Dorsey uh, this. Uh, I was like listen I was like Mike I'm like uh we you know about South Africa. Because Mike's a worldly man. He was like call me. And he was like <laughs> and so he calls me breaks down Africa breaks down South Africa. He was like yo this place is like the Chevy Chase. This place is like U Street but in like like in 2001. Right? And he was talking about all things that were possible. He was like you'll definitely get the you'll definitely get the the nod for being a black American. Or he was like they got a bunch of black millionaires. It's so like so it's so we'd either so intro, we'd either to go there. South Africa, visit Senegal. And my aunt still has a place. Whoa. Pro- yeah, because she was a professor over there at the University of Dakar. So Good she's look. back and forth. Cool. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know. I mean, like, Af- a- 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 who-, who knows? It's calling. Huh? It's, it's calling. It could be, you know. I, I mean, like. At least for a visit. Absolutely. It's definitely calling for a visit. Definitely calling for a visit. Cezo, my boy Cizo went over there. His family's from there. He went over there for a wedding. And he was like, he was like, David, I can't do this basic DC shit no more. He was like, he was like, I can't do it. He was like, this is, he was like, he was like, look at my views. You show these photos, stuff like that. He was like, that's the backdrop. Right. He's like, ain't no mountains up in Silver Spring. He was like, hey, even though I love Silver Spring. He was like, he was like, he's like, he's he's like home is calling me. You know what I'm saying? And so like, I don't know. I mean, what you, I mean, like.
1: I was thinking similar things in, uh, for different reasons in, in Tulum. I was yeah, like, wow. I was like, all right. So people just get up here and they go about their day. They do what they're going to do. This is their environment. This is what the weather is like. This is the food that they eat. And this is their life. Yeah. I, like, I get it. I, yeah. I get why one would re- displace and just be like, okay, I'm going to Tulum, this is where I'm going to be. The expat life. And it also made me think, like, okay, so people all over the global south, like, they leave these places that are so beautiful and, like, so warm, great food. And they go, in general, to – and this is, like, humankind and, like, our, our migrations. They go to the north to, like, cold places to make money and, like, dig little holes in the ground and put their money in it. Yeah. And, like, that is the point of living up in a cold place near the mountains and, like, near – snow and ice everybody else like near the equator is like out yeah living like in the ocean and like eating fresh food like it's just a whole different uh foundation almost of like what your life is about yeah so it was a little frustrating to come back to like the industrialized east coast of america and be like okay now it's like back to the grind and back to like you know, trying the phrase "rat race" really comes to mind very clearly. So, like, here's my here's my response to that. So, like,
0: my I think my my worry would be that, like, the what even even in those uh, environments that are very like scenic and stuff like that, like the the small town nature would still appear appear. It, it once 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 the love affair had worn off and your are dealing just like, oh, you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying like this motherfucker owns the restaurant and the gas station, and you can't buy any stuff because he's in, he's in, he's in with the judge you know what I'm saying and like they didn't tell me that when I first flew down to Tulum good and point. so like that's I mean like good point I think it, of course in an ideal place we'd have like we'd be able we'd be able to have multiple multiple housing situations or something like that where people have because like of course like that those places they're lovely you go down there, you can just be like. Y'all deal with that other BS. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. it is a rat race. Yep. It is a rat race. And I think and I think we comfortably choose how much we want to actually be in a rat race. Are you tough maybe maybe can't can't maybe can't answer this question. I mean like, are you are you are you DC till you die?
1: Yeah. That's okay. a really good question. I mean, sadly, I feel like the answer to that question has more to do with the market economy than I wish it than I wish it would. I.e., I would go where I can. Get a job that I halfway enjoy doing that will pay my bills. Basically, I was like, good. I don't have the kind of independent <laughs> finances necessary to be like, fuck it, I want to go live here for a while, you know.
0: And like, um, hold on, can people listen to this at their desk or something? Like no. That? Okay, okay. But I do love DC, and I would be happy staying here for life. So would I. So would I. Re- but the um, marketing, e- the market economics things are like, yes. Like, say, like, dude, like, say if you go on in Indeed. You know, if you're uh-huh. just looking at a job. Yeah. So yeah. you go on indeed. Yeah. You type podcast in DC as opposed to you type it in New York, you yeah. see like way more interesting options that you didn't even know existed. Of course. And stuff like that. And that's my concern. And like of course I love DC, but the I'm glad you pointed that out because it's just like it's or here this and this is one thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For the ethics, I'm like, you have comfortably been able to stay in environments that have a even though you hear that have a footprint elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: yeah. a really interesting point. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm just like like
0: it's almost like if you, even if you're at the Washington Post, you have the same thing. So, so folks are able to fly above it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, if you stay in DC, so long as you're able to keep that, because yeah. as soon as you lose that, you will be caught in the weeds of this town, which <laughs> you want nothing to do with. Right? You know what I'm saying? And because yes. it's, it's you're you're fighting over less money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> less creative, less big ideas. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I'm just like, don't. And so like, but I do, I do get what you're saying. I mean, like, I me and I like that's. I mean, that's that's that was what was halting any sort of stuff about like. So like say like going to going to ZA, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like going 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 over to South Africa. I'm like I'm looking. I'm just like I'm like I'm like the time zone differences is crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm like umi can go over there and do her immig- immigration stuff. Right? Am I gonna be over there? But maybe I could go over there find audio work or do interesting or interesting stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But right, but it's just like uh, that. That's so much. That's so much dictates. Like like, can we make a buck? Yeah, it's a huge thing. Right.
1: And people are always just like, why you want to move there? It's like, because I can't make no money down here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and because it's like, if you're not engaged in a thing where you're like stashing that money away, it's yeah. like, let me go make my actual life something that I'm enjoying more. Exactly. I mean, and, but even if you are stashing it away, you have to ask yourself that question. Like, is it worth it? What is this all for? Like, yeah. this is such a fascinating time in life, I think for a lot of people. I mean, we're mid 30s Mm -hmm. so like you spend your 20s trying to figure out like what is it who am I what am I doing and then you're in your 30s you're still kind of at that place where you've you've reached a place where you're like okay this is these are some of the things I'm good at yeah but then you're doing it and it's like but is this enough that's the big question yeah like it it is and you start to look at the horizon it's like where is it where am I going to be in 10 years and in 20 years and if and am I using the time right now well enough? Yeah. Like I ask myself that question now a lot, having to do with I like what I'm doing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I and it's it's paying me well enough to be happy sticking around. Yeah. But like the bigger question is when I look at my life in relief next to like my mom's life, she spent a career making less money than I made than I than I make here, uh-huh. like even when she retired, but. She filled up her life with, like, incredible friendships, relationships. She gave back to her community. She filled it. Her She life built is, people. She built people. She built, helped to build an, a neighborhood. She built yeah. an organization for sure. So it's like I'm 34. I'm going to be 44 in the drop of a hat. Yeah. And then it's like am I using my time right? Should I be – I mean this is a question I think a lot of us are asking and should be asking – all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, is it, is what we're doing worth the time that we're spending? Because yeah. time is the most valuable resource. That is a good question. It's something I still haven't figured out. And like, should we be working for ourselves? You know, like Gabe Silverman is the gold standards of that to me right now. They found it. They, he, he and Jamie found a way. Exactly. They found a way. And, if they're, and it's still, they're not out, fully out of the woods in terms yeah. of like building their career, but yeah. like they are closer to the, the, the source of it of like grabbing, you know, your own future, I guess. Like, they have guts that I have not found yet, or maybe never will find. They I mean and that that's
0: they've they've had they've had I mean, at least look like they've had more success than a lot of folks who who venture out, you know what I'm saying, into into the unknown. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like a, I don't know. That's 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 forever a a troubling question 'cause because it, it is it is very difficult. I've done it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. And it's and it's and it's it's yeah, it's built, you know what I'm saying, but like I remember like for a while like I remember like uh DU is the first time in a while I just had like a consistent check every 2 weeks I got my fucking money right. you know what I'm saying and I was just like Sigh. relief mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you know? I was like I was like it was such a relief um but I'm not going to lie all the there were certain skills acquired from scrambling trying to trying to uh, to tread water that you're able to apply in any in any new gig and stuff like that and that's the thing it's like it all it all leads to somewhere um the question is 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 the you're right, is 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 the present is the present enough, you know what I'm saying? And are we it? that's that's the one thing I tell like I'm always always try to tell the young peoples of the world. You know what I'm saying? And about the and about boss, I'm like, listen, I'm like, I'm like, you'll know when you have you'll know when a when you have a good manager mm. by by the way in which they want they're like, all right, I know you're here, but where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll I'll use you for this time period, but where do you want to be? You know what I'm saying? In that way, I'll get the best work out of you for this time period, stuff like that. I'm like, and not and like and that's and that's the thing. And not everybody gets that. And like some people will get in places where it's just like they'll be basically somebody else. And it's it's almost like evil. Somebody else will just squash them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a person won't even know this avenue is possible, all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. th- and like, and that's that shit terrifies me. Mm-hmm. That terrifies me. Cause I'm just like, and what do the graduates of this place look like? What do I'm like? What do what does the senior levels look like? What are, what is their what is their temperament? You know what I'm saying? And like, and like, I feel like it's too many. I've, man, if you if the work you're doing is not allowing you to at least leverage relationships to get or something on the side to get where you're trying to be, it's got it's. I'm I'm worried. You know what I'm saying? I won't mm-hmm. say I weep for you because I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? That's that's too that's too dramatic. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm saying like you need somebody needs to
1: get get in those steps because else it's just gonna be like. You know? Yeah. I mean, even if you're in a place where you feel like, okay, this is good. I'm going to ride this for a while. There's, you can lose track of the need to keep yourself on point and like see the bigger picture. Like, what would I do? I think about this a lot now. It's like, what would I do if this place went up in smoke? Mm -hmm. Like, what would I do tomorrow to keep myself, uh, to keep my feet under me? I think it's a good exercise to think about because, you know, there's a lot in this life that seems permanent, that's impermanent. Yeah. And it seems now, like, the, the pace of technology and the pace of the market is moving so quickly that, like, they say now there's some conventional wisdom out there. It's like, you got to reinvent yourself every 10 years. Mm-hmm. That did not used to be the case. It was like, I'm, I got a specialty, I'm going to do it, yeah. I'm going to do it. But we've seen, I mean, there's not an industry out there that doesn't have a bias towards youth. Yeah. I mean, at least, like, the digital world, the media world, that's especially pronounced. Yeah. And in some ways that's justified, but it's also like scary because now we're in that middle place. Like kids that are getting hired now are really digital natives, whereas we were like we came up with the Internet and Mm -hmm. whatnot. So it's always a question like you can't assume that like you, quote unquote, deserve any salary, any given job or whatever. You always have to be thinking about like what value do I bring And it's funny because it's easier for me to see how I personally bring value to like this building Mm -hmm. than it sometimes is about like the wider world. Mm -hmm. So this is part of my own struggle. It's like, can I think about what it would be like to be a leader of my own business and my own group? Or is it just easier for me to like get into a established place Mm -hmm. and just stretch out? Like that's my MO, but is that too safe? I don't, you know, I don't think- I don't know the answer. And like, how are we on time by the way? Oh, I don't know, I'm good.
0: I don't so I don't think um all right I don't think either either or is better you know cuz I thought about like like um being being the person in charge and also being f- folks being like working for working with the person in charge and stuff yeah. like that cuz a friend of mine she had like she she was she was she's she's an attorney basically doing like when I first met her she was like I just she was like I I just want to like I think I'm strong enough to be like CEO of these like of this group. Mm-hmm. They had to do a lot of business stuff. She was like, "Nah, I just want to be support to the CEO." Mm-hmm. You know, and so like that's the one. That's the one. I mean, I think just because there seems to be a, there seems to be a disconnect for, with folks about like, people think like if you don't if you aren't the owner, you just ain't it, it ain't worth your time or something mm-hmm. like that. It's just like wait, but it's just like that's not the truth. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to feel that way, but then I'm like, I don't know, because you because you realize that okay, people aren't the owner because they've also Taking calculated steps, they look, They looked at the pros and cons. They were like, okay, why would I want to leave my stable salary? I just met this lady. I got all this stuff coming. And so it's not like just you it's not like got a bunch of people. Because I used to look at, like, go outside, like look at these squares, you know? <laughs> look at them just walking around. <laughs> look you know, at them. Yeah, no, yeah, look at them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, destination <laughs> unknown. And it's just like, it's like... It's like so many of them would be like, yo, you think, you know what I'm saying? You think I didn't want to open a bike store, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Or like this other stuff It's just like I didn't have the money or, or like stuff like that and we all take all sorts of various steps. So I mean like it's it's whether or not I don't I mean like if it's if the if the regret's going to burn you, mm-hmm. that's something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you but like it could be the it could be you you transition it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? It goes well or it doesn't and if that's the case that ain't that ain't a fail you yeah. know and so that's and that's why that, that's why because i cuz i, I used to feel like pretty hit hard about that and I, and I think it's i think it's the same for everybody it's just like we i don't know it's it's a, it's a, it's it, it is a tough question because every cuz everything the you look at the the pyramid of leadership and stuff like that and like how people want to Want to spend their day. Because we are all talked about ownership, whether it be a home and stuff like that. The control of your destiny. You do want you to be – you, but there, there is a way to be working with somebody and have so much control of your destiny. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> Use that same metaphor or similarly to what you were just talking about. Like some people choose to never buy a house. They choose to rent their entire lives. And like on some level, that makes a lot of sense. Because when you buy a house, if you have to pay a mortgage, you end up paying – hundreds of thousands of dollars more yeah. in interest charges than you would if you just kept it cool and just rented. I mean, there are obvious benefits largely generationally to homeownership, but there is a level at which, like, it makes more sense to rent. And it's a hell of a lot less of a pain. I mean, when something breaks in your house and you own it, it's your problem. Yeah. So there is there is a level of freedom that comes with not having to control everything yeah. and not having to hold everything up. Yeah. I mean, that's the part of it that kind of scares me is like, you know, they had to hire people, Gabe and Jamie, side-by-side productions. They hired, yeah. hired people and then they had to fire people, like yeah. convince people to join onto your project and then be like, sorry, it ain't working out. Like yeah. that takes a lot of guts. It does. It, yeah, it is not. And yet. who knows? Who knows if it's worth the lift? I mean, I guess it's a question that's worth asking like over and over throughout time.
0: And then what's crazy? What's crazy for take for uh, and Jamie? Those names sound just too familiar. Jamie, (laughs) Jabe and Jabe and Jamie. Yeah, we we do it all the time. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Um, Take like, of course, think about like where they, where they were at year one as opposed to like what they learned year four. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, the next time next time I fire somebody, I'm open with this line as opposed to the other line, which yeah. led to more controversy and not actual transparency right. or something like that. And I'm just like this and that's the thing. It's like I feel like there's so many layers to it because sometimes like you have to be in that thing for years mm-hmm. to to learn the winning formula. Not everybody has that time.
1: Exactly. That that costs money. I mean Yeah, exactly. And they didn't start with like a bunch of savings. I mean they just jumped in. Exactly. I mean, that's cool. what well, you would say. Me, you get a question lined up. Yeah, well, I, I feel like it's crazy for us to get in the studio and not talk about like what's happening in our city. Oh, yeah. Like we yeah. need to, we need, we need to spend a little time here because, oh. like, we've been invaded by like a tra- traitorous treasonous. And well, that's anim- why I just look
0: so sad out here. And what's funny is this studio is like we could like man we could jog to him. Yeah, yeah from here it's really close. It is.
1: I hear people going um, in motorcades all the time. I just curse them on my breath. There, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, look, I saw, I saw a woman wearing an RNC jacket at Wonderland.
2: What? It yeah, yeah. had to
1: be ironic. It had to be. It I had to. Think be. It was, man. This is a place where they have like male sundress party day. So what? Ha- she don't know. She if she's in town, just you know, what I'm saying, just move here. She was like, they got a good burger, I'll eat there. She's like, fuck these people. So this is what worries me: is this sh- this idea that uh, I don't know why I just jumped forward. I wanted to talk to you about this today. Uh-huh. The idea that you can't go to a Kanye West concert anymore and not be confronted by a virulent conservative scares me. Like, I went to the St. Pablo tour. I loved it. I finally came back around on Kanye West. And now he has to go and do this. I can't even think about going to the <laughs> concert anymore. No, no, seriously. I'm, no, I'm with Imagine you, I'm the fights that will inevitably now take place at the Kanye tour. You got the MAGA hats coming in thinking that this is their guy and then you got all the Kanye fans who still think there's a glimmer of hope I never from thought the... about that I, it's like a new fan base it's, it's so shitty I mean or that's a fan base of, might have already been there that's the only part of it that makes somewhat of sense to me is that like he's got these new projects coming out it's time to like insert himself as like a piece of headline news around the world in a way it's like a, a great piece of performance art if it weren't so hurtful but then it's like actually have you heard this there's this one Verse by this young uh, female rapper. and mm-hmm. she just crushes it. You might have to insert it. She crushes Kanye. She over a Kanye beat. It's okay. like amazing. And she, does she speak about what's going on with Kanye? Yes. Okay. It, I, I might have to, have to play it.
2: Yeah. Now, Mr. West, take a seat. I employ you. Over time, it seems it's gotten harder to ignore you. You undo the progress of the geniuses before ya. King gave you. Can't get you box, and now. We know you can't afford her. It don't matter how much money you got or you lack. When that check cleared, don't forget your children is still black. And your music has been whack And your views are moving back to a day that tricking niggas because we still hear that whip crack. I'm passionately passing out some dollars. I'm level with you cause we both dropped out of college, son We have been wildin' harder than New York and since the Patterson You're not an OG, your repertoire do not matter, son I gotta admit it, I'm annoyed You came up on niggas' coin We thought you could fill a void You a puppet You looked at all your fans and you said, fuck it I'm on now That nigga from graduation, sorry y'all, he gone now Cole tried to warn us Trump wanna reform us Built him up from nothing and now this how he reward us How you say you Jesus but did nothing to restore us You support the people up in power that up us. I don't give a fuck about your clothes Or your wife's new naked pose Or the fact that you can stand for what the people all oppose It's not a cross you had to take up I just pray to God that one day you can wake
0: up What's your binary reaction? Oh, so, to the Kanye thing, alright yeah. So, I don't think we've had control, Like, listen, we <laughs> When it comes to Kanye, I've told folks a long time ago When his mother died, it I, was was like, all over. I was like We got no control over him yep. So whatever Kanye does is go, whatever you know what I'm saying? He is ours now. Like, like you know what I'm saying? I was legitimately when his mother died, I was so terrified for him because he came out the gate letting us know how important she was to yep. him. You know what I'm saying? And even when he was ridiculous, she was so much of a moral compass. Mm-hmm. She was an intellectual Very much and stuff so. like that. And I was and like I felt so bad for that dude, so emotionally bad for that dude when he lost his mother. I was like, we I'm like, and like we are gonna have no control over this man. You know what I'm saying? Like not only that, we're gonna have no control over this man. And like I also think, first of all, black men don't do well in the Kardashian system. Oh my god. You know what I'm they do not. It is a weird system. It, it, whoa. It's a weird system, man. It's a, it's a pattern. It's established. <laughs> like like it's f- multiple people. Fernando always you, every time I say it, Fernando's like, David, you treat it like it's like they're like part of an offense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Black men don't don't do well in the backcourt or something. It's I'm just like, like, like a disease. Exactly I'm like, they just don't it's a I mean, it's a weird like think like who do you think is like who do you think is Checking Kanye right now. Mm-mm.
1: Who is around to check Kanye? Nobody. You know? Literally no one. Obama's like I ain't got time for this. I got I got no time for Obama this. Obama was the one guy. He called him a jackass. Exactly. And Kanye dipped out for a little bit too. Yo, he's still mad about that. That I think that has something to do with why he's got cuddling up to Trump. Is because Obama never gave him the love. Like that he gave Jay-Z. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, can you imagine how Jay-Z feels right now? It's, you, you, how funny would it be if Jay-Z was, like, actually in his ear being
0: like, yo, yeah, he is not really like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like, if it was all adopted.
1: Nah. Doctor- <laughs> I think Jay is, like, sneak, like, just walking away quietly from this right now, being like, please, nobody bring me up. I'm good over here. I don't want to have to, like, Jay's already, we know where he is. Yeah. But he's also, like, <laughs> with the grace of Beyonce, showing himself to be like, this is what can happen. In yeah. the rap game, if you just stick around and learn yeah. and like make good raps, yeah, that was never gonna be Kanye's game. No, it's sad to see him revealed now as like so similar to Trump, like it, they're bedfellows. It's perfect in a way because they're so egomaniacal, and they're both lending each other this credibility in each other's groups, or at least trying to, in a way that is just so gross. It reminds me of <laughs> it reminds. <me> of, <laughs> <gross>. I wish people <laughs> could see your face. <laughs>
0: Like a little kid getting fed peas, and he does not like peas. <laughs> that was genuine.
1: <laughs> it's the same, similar deal, actually, to the way that Kim and Kanye's relationship works, because they they benefit each other by their adjacence to each other's racial groups. Yeah, like Kim has made a whole career over kind of that the somewhat black aesthetic. Yeah, like her body, her makeup, her yeah. look, etc. And now here's Kanye trying to benefit from adjacence to whiteness. Like yeah. she gives him a pass in a way, like Chris Jenner, I mean, being on that show in the first place. Yeah. And now he's like base, I mean, to watch Jordan Peele, the writer and director of Get Out, uh, like quote Kanye's uh, tweets about the sunken place and be like starts writing Get Out 2. This shit has become so surreal and it Did hap- he really start writing Get Out 2? Well, that he he tweeted that. He quote tweeted Kanye's picture that he posted saying, does this look like the sunken place? (laughs) Jordan Peele's like, yes! Yes, my dude! Yes! So much so that I'm gonna get to work right now! Like, the speed of information and the people who have uh, the eyes of the world upon them have created a situation where the news is so volatile. Like, not only does it move quickly, but it can be shaken in ways that are weird and dangerous by people who are irresponsible.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, like, the gatekeepers are gone, and in a way, that's freeing, and in a way, that's also terrifying. Like, we have chaos right now. We and do. The, what's going to stop this shit? Like, who is going to just press pause? It is Robert fucking Muller, the third. Yeah. I bought one of those little Saint, like, Santo candles that you buy yeah. at the bodega with his face on it. Really? Bought that shit. Where? Online. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was at a website called omfg.church. That Man. was the website. <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> it but like is there anybody else? How like, crazy that, that oh, Bob is all we got right now. What are you what who are you holding on to? Who what when you wake up in the morning and you see the chaotic uh whirlwind outside your door, what what keeps you together? Um besides your loved ones. My loved ones. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, uh I think I think remaining I think remaining detached. Well, f- well, all right, let's back up. You're saying like even though we do have we, we see more Republicans around here. Um we're still very much in a bubble where every all everybody united is like who who the f is this dude blah blah blah. It'd be different if I am hearing more stuff like pro him, then I'd really then I'd really be plotting an escape. You know, dead serious. Like to because I, me, I mean like this was Caesar and I talked about. He was like he was we were talking because we were at Wonderland talk talking like a few weeks ago. He had just got back from from Johannesburg and he was just like I don't know man. He was like. He was like, what's it? I was I was like, what's the word for like what's it? I'm like I'm like toxic. Mm-hmm. He was like, he's like, exactly. Yeah, was like that's I'm like, yeah that's the vibe here. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm reading you know what I'm saying, I'm reading we got we got all these we got of course we've got the shootings, you know what I'm saying? We've got oh. you know what I'm saying and the ones we even hear about. There's all yeah. of so like crazy you know what I'm saying? two dudes in Oklahoma just lynched a guy. It's lynched two people. You know what I'm saying? Like uh <laughs> the, the Indian
1: guys? Huh. Well oh, that was a different I, story. I think it was there were two Garmin engineers in uh I don't know if it was anyway, keep going. But just like, just like, just crazy
0: stuff. And it's just like, and we're reading it, we're so matter of fact, it's, it's, we're reading it matter of factly at this point because we're so, we're so accustomed to it. Um, And that's not, that's not a good situation to be in. And it's like, I don't, I mean, I've, the problem is, the problem is I've, I've convinced myself to be detached and think like, you know what, like, I'm out of this in the first place. I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still here. You know what I'm saying? And so that doesn't, it's just like, I'm not, I'm just taking up space. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah, I'm saying just like, just as if I'm like, I'm floating above what's going on with you know what I'm saying? With right. this When it's just like, nah, it's like, I'm still in it. It's, I, I, I read it. I mean, I, cause I, I check the post every day. Yeah. You know? I mean, mm-hmm. I check, check the watch. My, and, and definitely more than, definitely more than the, the times now as well than I used to. Um, Post Times, New Yorker, and the Economist, and the Root—you know—are are places. Are places that uh, I check all the time. Yeah. And the the content has gotten stronger because 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 the actions are crazier, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what that's what Umi and I have talked about because, like, a friend of mine, she moved. She actually, she's moved. She's moving Saturday to Paris. She was mm-hmm. a she was a prosecutor and was like. You know what? A federal prosecutor, yeah, like for the you, Justice Department. Huh? For she was like in, in Maryland. You're you know saying like, oh, okay. uh, like, um, state level. Yeah, state level. You're know saying basically, basically, black on black crime was her, uh, <laughs> was, her <heat. laughs> was her beat. And so she was frustrated with the justice system, all this stuff like that. Also, you're know saying her friends who were working, who were attorneys out in like L.A. working on dock and stuff. Like they had, she was like, I feel like we're too close to it here. They they do their job. They're frustrated, but they go go to work and go home. Mm-hmm. And so she decided like. I'm move to Paris and learn French. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, has crushed it every step of her life. This is like, this is like when she's like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to explore the unknown. So literally, so I ran into her, I, I ran into her at the coop. She told me this whole plan, ran into her again, and I'm like, what's up with this? She's like, I'm moving in a week and a half. Wow. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Do, doing visa work on her laptop as you sat next to me, go on Saturday. And I'm just like, that's, that's where a lot of people, and like, yeah, I know cities change. You know what I'm saying? Um. But cities also change for the worse and sometimes don't come back. Mm -hmm. We've seen that globally, Mm -hmm. you know, or generations and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, And so I think we need to not be afraid. Yeah, we didn't get the. It didn't. It did. I thought. I was worried. I was worried about just like, of course, just a wave of of MAGA hats, you know what I'm saying, everywhere, everywhere. But they were still just. Folks just ain't wearing them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we had these folks here. We see them. The tourists are here sometimes wearing the MAGA hats. They don't know any better. I'm not even talking about the tourists. I'm sorry, I'm saying we, they were Washingtonians who were like we like they're like I have some of the stuff the Trump says is kind of crazy, but the blacks are getting out of control. You know what I'm saying? Like it's right. like you know I'm saying and like these immigrants you know what I'm saying? stuff like that. They were here, and so like if voting Democrat. You know what I'm saying? And so like I'm like you know maybe may I've always said the globe is going to be so complicated. Africa's going to be look like the only solid destination. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always said that. I'm like I'm like the rest of the world is going to get so nuts. I'm like we're going to do I'm like you're just going to do like it's going to be like the hierarchy of uh it's going be, gonna to be like the shade thing. Last stop might be last stop will be either Asia or 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 or, or Latin America then boom, you know what I'm saying? Africa. But I I, I mean I like I talk about like uh, I look that's
1: that's why that's why moves are so uh are so enticing to me right now yeah. because it's crazy out here and Americans are so fucking arrogant that we you know we throw up all these walls the real wall the metaphorical wall yeah. the whole thing is a joke but meanwhile when i flew to mexico the first thing i thought when i got off the plane i was like no mass shootings i'm good <laughs> I'm, I, I flew into a place where there was like all this narco murders and shit. I was like, no mass shootings. Exactly. I, I'm good. <laughs> like, people are so brainwashed that they think, they really think that the U.S. is like, that much better, that much different than the rest of the world, people need to get the fuck out. Like, there's a whole world out there.
0: Absolutely. A friend of mine used to say, he was like, when it comes to the whole world, you, the rest of us are like, wait, they're going to work too? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, and it's just like... The, people don't know. <laughs> we don't it's, realize. It. It's
1: insane. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, that's I kind of wish that, like, I mean, this is, is, makes no sense and is un- unconstitutional to the nth degree, but it'd be great if, like, our elected officials were only elected by people who hold a passport. You don't have to go anywhere, but just that you're open to the idea that I could go somewhere tomorrow if I wanted yeah. to. Like we'd have a very different country. Oh my god, mean, she's furious I haven't renewed my passport. What mean like? She was like that. She was like that is like one of my red
0: flags. You know what what I'm that you don't have a passport? I, I, I haven't renewed it. She was like I was like I was. <laughs> she was like she was like that was like that's like she was like I promise I'd never be in a relationship. I'm just like me. She's hopping around, going to Barcelona in two weeks. You know what I'm saying like. Cool. Going to a wedding in Portugal over the summer, like she can't. <laughs> so it's like, I agree with you. I just got to, I just got to renew it. But funnily enough, yeah, I say it's, for her parents, I've been the one handling their visa applications for their trip to China. Nice. Black men get special treatment going up to the China, Chinese embassy. Yeah, because it's all the security. Is all black and like <laughs> it's like these like almost like barbershop format. There's these African dudes that are hanging out and they're just like they come in, I come in. They're like, young man, let me, what you got? What are your paperwork? That's they're like, awesome. They're like don't even go to the window. Go back. You need to get this. Yes, yeah, so that's like, so, awesome. So, but like that, like literally when I went in there because I I was straight the reason I agreed to do it because I'm, I'm like, I've never been to the Chinese embassy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? like, yeah. And one of the main reasons I like, always like drive people to airports is and picking them up is because I like the fact that they're leaving and going. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's an exciting thing. You know what I'm saying? To be able to go somewhere. Anytime somebody's like, you'll pick me up from the airport, I'm coming back from Turkey. I'm like, Bet. I'm there. I'm there. You know <laughs> I like what's... transitions. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I go to the embassy and, that, and then I was just like, went in, Went so went so amazingly, you know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. just like and I'm just like You're like, I'm gonna go to China too. Exactly. I'm just like, What am yeah. I doing? I'm like, what am I do-? I'm like, what am I doing? I wanna go to China. I've never been to China. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What do you and you think about like the ways in what, especially like was the first person I noticed that like well for me that I dated when it came to finance, like it's not as if like we ain't shelling out more money that we can't put aside for, like, these flights to these places. Mm-hmm. It's literally just about what your priorities are. Mm-hmm. And her priorities are not being in the same place. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that, 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 that's, her, that's her major thing. So, like, for her to spend on these flights, I used to be, always be like, yo, I ain't got the money for this. but I'm like, yeah, but I spent a lot of money at the bar, you know what I'm saying, right. doing all this other stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, we got, she, I mean, she, she is dying, dying for she and I to go on a trip uh-huh. out. And so it needs to happen. I think. I mean. I think. I got
1: a great half measure for you. What? Puerto Rico, baby.
0: Puerto Rico, because
1: not only are you doing something good for a place that needs it, you don't need a uh, passport to get there. It's a U.S. territory. Yeah. So you're still getting off the uh, off the mainland, but it's a nice little half measure before you get that full, uh, but that full passport again. What's the? Uh, I love Puerto Rico.
0: Spike. So, so, so I follow Spike Lee on Instagram. It's been, <laughs> his, okay. his 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 photo. Spike. Spike in, uh, in in Puerto Rico was was I I was loving it I was loving it you know what I'm saying <laughs> like of course Yankee Cap everywhere he goes Good. you know what I'm saying like but it looked it looked ama- it, it made me think like maybe me want to go. Um, he's applied for stuff in like um we've talked about Haiti mm-hmm. um there was one place I wasn't I wasn't she there was, there was a there was a there was a um an option for Ethiopia I didn't want to I didn't want to do it With, like she didn't you know what I'm saying but like I was like I was like I don't I'm like I'm like let me think about how I'm gonna make money. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. when I was, I was, I was, I was looking into. It. Of course, I get. Do, folks come up to me all the time and say salam right. and stuff like that yeah, yeah, yeah. only because his hair has gotten longer right. but like so I was like maybe I could go over there and just like comfortably slide in but also I don't need to be around a bunch
1: of Ethiopian women
0: you know what I'm saying
1: <laughs> Peligro <laughs> I'm like Listen. I love it I'm, like, I'm from Silver Spring where do you go to vacation Otis like, could have just gone up the street that's okay
0: <laughs> like, can you take this package for me <laughs> <laughs> seriously get a barrel I love it exactly exactly so I mean like how, how long have we been Recorded. A long time, maybe like an hour. <laughs> Hold on, let me pause. Just make sure this man don't think I'm trying to hit on him. The guy just said hi to. Right, sure. Yeah. Um. So I mean,
1: what have you learned here? You know, well, you, can I can I bring you through my, my what we were gonna talk about today? Yeah. Because I came up with a brilliant connector. Bring bring me through it. Okay. So I was thinking about uh, how there's all this. There's this new uh, documentary about Elvis mm-hmm. that's out. I haven't watched it because I don't give a shit about Elvis. Because Chuck D told me from Public Enemy. Didn't give a shit about Elvis or John Wayne. Those motherfuckers were racist, simple and plain, Mm -hmm. more or less. That was like the public enemy verse. So I was like, oh, fuck Elvis. But he's interesting to me because he's like the first big American pop star that was basically like, okay, I'm going to just copy like what it sounds like to sing like a black person and Mm -hmm. look like what it like moving my hips. I guess it's like derivative of like black moves. And I'm going to ride that. That's going to be my career. And so now he's, like, considered the greatest rock and roll star ever. And the succession of white stars have done that throughout time, yeah. including, like, the Rolling Stones, who sang like they were, like, bluesmen, but they were these dudes in in uh, England. So to the present day, you got Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And then he pulled that fast one where he was like, okay, I'm Mr. R&B, blue-eyed soul, da-da-da, like, working yeah. with Timberland. And now I'm the man of the woods, yeah, now that the MAGA hats are running all over the country, and I got camouflage up, on now that the kKK is like yeah. oh by the way, I'm from Tennessee remember <laughs> I'm really from Tennessee, not Memphis now i 'm from the woods of Tennessee,
0: sure, yeah. very convenient. Well, he showed his he justin showed his true clothes, so i 'm okay with like i 'm okay with being a fit because like take like i I, I like Elvis, you know. Uh-huh. I I like this songs. Like I downloaded, I, I I downloaded Jailhouse Rock the other day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like still popping, and like it. Yeah. Um. Good <laughs> good music. One of the earliest music videos, actually. But but, um, I'm okay with uh so long as, because there's one thing say you're like in love <laughs> you i feel like one day that's going to backfire i know i'm play, play, <laughs> it's my new thing i play with the wedding ring it's sacred damn boom it's Sa- it's sacred um so i i mean i think w- with elvis like it's so long as you it's i think there's i think there's a way to 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 emulate the sound, but also express appreciation. You, know what I'm saying. You do. This was the key question I was going to ask you during this session. I think there's because take like all right. So like, I I'm mean, I'm, I'm also a huge Mark Ronson fan. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying like Mark Ronson, through the through the works of the universe, seems to have an intellectual understanding of what his place is. Mm-hmm. You, know what I'm saying, and like, and he's like not like he's like no, I'm not the genius q tip is the genius. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've been hanging out with those guys and they've made my shit pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, not not everybody not everybody understands it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like uh I mean I mean like there's a, there's a what's crazy is a lot of them would what's crazy is a, I feel like a lot of that smart insight I got about that mm-hmm. from people that, were from Brits, mm-hmm. from white Brits mm-hmm. who who but I mean like they they do a better job of walking the line. They they do. You know the um you know that piano store over in um, the piano superstore over in College Park. Sure, you see it all the time. See, see, yeah, so like through a weird journalism product, we, we interviewed the guy who owned it. Yeah, and so he he was he he played in the band. Um, they all played in like Otis Redding. They pre- they performed at Otis Redding back in the day. And like, and he was talking about just like them wanting to be he 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 talked about like them wanting to be Otis Redding because they recognized who Otis Redding was at that time. They were like, this man's gonna doesn't matter he's he's amazing Mm -hmm. and so like was able to comfortably describe it where it was like and this man's making money off of selling piano stuff like that and like it was able to describe him wanting or him understanding what his role was in the saying like having having a better having a better approach to it as opposed to those who don't see who just
1: are unaware you know like Iggy Azalea and yeah, and yeah, she's, she's on the older side of the spectrum. She's look, like the worst you can look get. where Iggy is at now. Yeah, she's trying to rehabilitate that career. Look where she's at now. She gets
0: no respect. Did you know? read that
1: GQ article? It was no. horrendous. Oof. Yeah, I mean, like she
0: does. I mean, like that's good article. I just made her look horrendous. Yeah, it's just I. I mean, with yeah. I mean, good luck. Good luck to Iggy. I <laughs> mean, but then like take like,
1: like take like folks like are you do you do you hate Lil Dicky? okay, now that's specific because uh-huh. I have a thing against white rappers and specifically <laughs> Jewish rappers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Like, do, <laughs> do not make yourself into a stereotype. Like, it's, you know, it's almost like putting on Jew face. Yeah. You know, it's like, don't rap about how you're fucking good with money. Don't rap about how you have a small dick. Do not perpetuate these stereotypes. Even if you think it's funny and you're playing it for laughs, like the wider implication is still negative. yeah. I did like that "Woke Up in Chris Brown's Body" song, how and the video, but it's still problematic as shit because it's fucking Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah, of course. God damn it, little dicky. <laughs> I thought about that too. I was like, all right, I was like, I was like, could you have not have picked another fucking superstar? <laughs> you could have picked another R and B dude. I woke up in Omarion's body. You couldn't have made it easier for us. <laughs> yeah, god Dick- damn it. I mean, you weren't. Um, I feel like the real. All right, what about Post Malone? Good question. Post Malone is also problematic because. He makes hip-hop, and then is like, don't call me hip-hop. It's like, you're fucking making hip-hop, man. Why are you lying? The real question to me is Eminem. Because Eminem is, like, universally regarded from people on all sides. People on Post Malone, people who are, like, plugged into this shit look at Post Malone now with a jaundiced eye. I mean, he makes hits, but he's not saying anything important. He's also real young, so, like, Post is, like, 21, 22. Eminem, though, like, he is, to me, he's the biggest question mark around this whole thing. And And it's different because it's hip hop rather than r and b r and b just feels a little bit different because you're like trying to be all sappy and emotional, yeah, whereas hip hop is more often kind of like aggressive and especially in his style is his successful stuff is like an expression of skill and of rage which I think in some ways transmutes across better across racial lines. Everyone's mad. Yeah. It's just like when you try to put that soul across, yeah, that seems like you're a black performer and you're not if you don't do it in a really sp- like sc- careful way yeah. that you're not trying to pretend like you're for example, the best I was thinking about this, the best corollary I thought of was the white comics who do well on Comic View. Mm-hmm. They don't do it because they're pretending To, like, act black. And that audience is ruthless. They they can tell if you're, like, faking. Yeah. But it's the the white people who get up in front of black audiences and do not try to act like them. It's like, act like you. Even if you have a little bit of, like, that urban swag because, like, you grew up around all black people or brown people or whatever. Yeah. People can tell if it's real or if it's fake. Yeah. So, like, it really made me mad when Robin Thicke and his producers... Like, didn't give Marvin Gaye the writing credit for uh, Blurred Lines. Well, Pharrell was part of that, too, though. That, so what? That fucking song, it was Got to Give It Up. It mm-hmm. was the same song. Like, even though Pharrell was a producer, that's Robin Thicke's song. So, like, yeah. he's making money off of a song that, as a DJ, those two songs mix perfectly into each other. It's the same song. So for him to, like, claim that the estate of Marvin Gaye didn't have anything to do with the song Blurred Lines is a fucking joke. I wonder not many have any DJs were are like, yo, I'm kind of nice. And it's like, nah, bro. It's the same <laughs> it, was, it was not a secret. Like Everybody knew that, that was the mix. Like, that made me mad. And it made me think also about the controversial moment involving Blurred Lines. Who is twerking on him on the VMA stage? Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. the other most problematic person in this whole conversation, because she made all this money and a big career and reputation acting like she was down with hip-hop. Working with Mike Will made it, and then the next day, she's doing Malibu. She yeah. did the same thing Timberlake did. Unfucking believable Like, you either down or you're not down. You and can't people, be all, though? I mean, people grow and people change, but you gotta be careful. When you are in the public eye and you're you want you're clearly seeking acceptance based on the stylistic choices that you're making and the people that you're aligning yourself with. you are making an appeal to people. be fucking careful because if you make a one eighty appeal to a different set of people the next week you're gonna look fake yeah I, you know i don't I don't think there's any like unless they're
0: in a situation where they're they're surrounded by black people for like an extended period of time you know what I'm saying like just a situation where they're it's like Several months or a year, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't think that they're. You know, what I'm saying I don't because, like, I think to to somebody like Miley, the she'll hear she'll hear these things. You know, what I'm saying she'll hear what the accusations stuff like that. Whites in her life who are who are well tempered, doing well, seem to have um, logical statements about all other factors of their lives are, are presenting an argument where it's like in resistance of what Blacks are saying, it's like growing up it's like, why would she not question like why would she question that? You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just like I think so so often and what I'm saying more and more getting at is like I think a lot of them can't be helped. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? saying? Because I think so often they look at it they're like, yeah, but y'all are, y'all have been over there complaining, like maybe y'all are doing something wrong mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's what that's what, when you get to like the depth of the argument, when it's stuff like that, it's like, no, you don't see you don't you don't you don't see you having to adjust anything on your end, you know? And it's just like as you know, it's like it takes like it takes like hours of just like deep conversation and reading of you're know saying other people's perspective, hearing them, and then you're know saying to just and if and if you haven't put in that, if you haven't gotten that degree, you know, then it's not gonna. We can't. I mean, some, some, some have that intelligence already. They mm-hmm. just have that emotion. I don't know how they end up that way. Right. I'm so impressed by that. Who people who come from these small weird towns, mm-hmm. but they're just like I don't know. What you're saying over here doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't get that. Like born wise or something. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: But like we can't. <laughs> that ain't everybody. You know what I'm saying? And so, right. so the the part that t- that's like a little bit dangerous in a way. And we talked about this I think once before with Bruno Mars, is that. You mentioned this to me. You were like, does Bruno Mars understand that part of the reason for his success is that he performs blackness without being black?
0: I don't – I mean, he, he – no, no one has someone where he might not because, like, you know, if he did, the perfect time to talk about that is when you win a Grammy. True. You know? I mean, True. like, if he did, you could, you could grab the mic and be like, listen, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm bigging up all the folks that I – I idolize. They were the blah blah blah. If you if you're not if you forget it and you just tweet it out a week later, mm-hmm. <laughs> which he did, then like I don't think I don't think it's connecting. Yeah, I don't think it's connecting. And I mean, I love like some of Bruno's stuff. I really enjoy. Yeah, I think Bruno's, party music. I think I think he's I think he's crazy talented. He is. Um, I don't know. I don't know how it's. I don't know how, how do you not drink the Kool Aid there when you have <laughs> black people everywhere. You know, no pun intended. Black people everywhere. Just, uh, I'm not even sure that was a pun, but the, but <laughs> 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 I get your point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, who who are telling them that they're that they love his work, want to the best, the best black. You know, what I'm saying when when it's like also it's like weird when a black person reaches the reaches their height, being like being like yo Bruno, let's do something together. You know, what I'm saying Cardi that was a big thing for Cardi B, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. And it's like some a place where you reach to the top. How do you not think that's like Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, this is my my own thing, mm-hmm. something like that. And so I don't, I don't know, because that adds also adds a deeper, because like I like if that, that adds it adds into like a a a, a complicated um, a complicated discussion about like where we all where we all rank as as like race and you know, stuff like that. And like my my danger was when people like especially I I as much as I as much as I preach about black people getting Acknowledgement for stuff. I'm like, don't. I'm like, black folks, don't try to take the narrative where we say blacks are the best at this. I'm like, because then you open up the avenue for genetic inferiority, which they've always used Mm -hmm. with us. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like,
1: I'm like, I'm like, don't flip it on its head now. Exactly. Be like we're genetically superior. I'm like, like, I'm like,
0: circumstances forced us into an emotional response. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That fueled this. You Mm. know what I'm saying? So it's just like it ain't. You know, it's not like, it's not like Jewish people with the strongest comedy writers. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, that's not, it's, you know what I'm saying? I, I like to believe, you know what I'm saying? I like to believe that we're born with, like, otherwise, what else? Otherwise, in this world, it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to I believe that. And a lot of people don't believe that. That's why, that's why, that's why I'm always, that's why I get so nervous about people talking about, it, like, the, I mean, acknowledge, no yeah, history, acknowledge, acknowledge acknowledge um, acknowledge the past and people who there before you, um, but also recognize that just because a Asian, Latina, or white dude one day grabs a guitar, you know what I'm saying, and is killing it and, like, and speaking what they feel and honest stuff doesn't mean they're trying to jack your shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, just the way the universe works, you know what I'm saying, they like him more than they like, they like you. They like us, you know what I'm saying? So, like, he isn't he isn't at home being like, I'm I'm am co- I'm coming for you Negroes, I'm coming for your music. With just beat after beat. Like he ain't doing that. That's not how the music gets made. Right. If it is, huh, wow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole we are screwed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like I'm just like, but I'm like, you need to like it's I mean like there I think there I think it there's there are ways in which to let somebody know who was there before them. You know what I'm saying? Let them know what they're doing is still transformative and stuff like that. But as just as it was for Black people, you ain't the first to um, you ain't the first to be to be crushing it at what this was. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so, and yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because I mean, you think about that Black people. I mean, like shit. You know what's funny? Like, take take um, what's it called? Uh, Tim Lamb was known for for jacking UK. UK beats. Jack and Indian songs and not crediting them. Them and that stuff like that. And I'm just like... I, true. I'm like, yo. I'm like, see, this is the shit I'm talking about. I'm like, we're all... Go-, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're all taking... You know, I'm like, it's the proper... Because the, the proper credit, like, like, it's not as if, like, Indians in their... Uh, and how, like, percussive their music is. You know what I'm saying? Like, has gotten the the, the proper acknowledgement. We've we've been layering that over beats forever. You know what I'm saying? Tribal beats. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that made, bought people houses and shit. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm just like, that's why anybody, when somebody, when people are like, yo, it's just, yo, black folks, they just got it. I'm like, no, no. (laughs) I'm like, no. I'm like, like, we have it just like everybody else. That's
1: smart, man. That's a really smart point that you don't hear vocalized in society enough. It's the same. I mean, it's like oh, Jews are great with money. It's because we had nothing for the longest time. It was like get a piece of cloth, rip it in half, sell each one of them, buy another piece of cloth. Like figure this shit out. Like circumstances. Yeah, I I took a I took a
0: well, I took a few Jewish history courses. Finally, finally unsubscribed from the email list because <laughs> I, mean, I and I felt bad, but I'm like enough I'm already. I'm like I'm, I Di- I'm, with the emails exactly. I'm like <laughs> that was years ago. I'm like how am I still getting these emails? You know, what I'm saying talking <laughs> about like coursework for today, and I'm just like what. <laughs> Uh, so but like I remember like uh, the professor talked about um, like the relationship with the Jewish community and say like Hollywood. He was like he was like this wasn't an innate thing. He was like at the time it, when Hollywood was in, in, in its beginning, he was like it was it was a new entrepreneurial opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Just like just like no different than like say say uh, Asians in in certain type of in certain type of businesses here he was like it just it, hollywood worked out you know <laughs> it worked she out was new we weren't blocked out of it so we tried it exactly it wasn't you know what i'm saying and like still and like it, it, it's it's people people gotta people gotta know their history
1: man so <laughs> let, let me throw the reverse idea at you because i thought about this too it's like if eminem and robin thick etc are these guys who are like reaching the pinnacle of their success more or less by imitating black artists whether Mm -hmm. or not the the degree of honesty by which they do it and the spirit with which they do it i think we've concluded is more or less the defining factor Mm -hmm. like in whether or not it's cool yeah i guess or okay to do what's interesting to me is the other side now where there's almost like like you know uh it seems like white mainstream audiences the thing that they love the most about the history of music is the beatles Like this is a thing that Jesus and Mero on Bodega Boys talk about a lot. They just don't fucking get it. But the Beatles are like catnip to white music fans and I'm not uh, apart from that either not exclusively but there's a band now that I plays I love the Beatles it. I know you do they're but, amazing
0: and, there's a band there's <laughs> a band there's a, but My do you pa- remember seeing them at Firefly do you remember seeing Paul yep. do I remember <laughs> do you remember <laughs> but pause of but, course but, that's what I loved about that performance is like the brutal beating you were taken that, that you were subjected to by, by Paul's just artistry you would just be like god damn you Paul
1: god damn it Paul <laughs> how are you so
0: fucking good You're in your 70s. And I asked you. I was like, "Yo, are other people performing?" I was like, "Is there other people in the lineup, or like performing at the other stages?" You're like, "You're like David. No, nobody performing during Paul. You (laughs) can't remember whatever band it was. You're like, Imagine Dragons take a knee. Get (laughs) the fuck out of here." Sorry, I just wanted to bring that up.
1: But there's a band. There's this all-black band of young musicians in New York that play in the subway named Black Rabbit. B L A C C. Black Uh Rabbit. They're managed by a guy from Tacoma Park, Will Whitney. Big up Will. Uh And these guys play the fucking Beatles in the New York Subways, and people can't fucking believe it. They lose their minds. It's like, if you are a young black band, all you have to do to make it is play some fucking Beatles Cup. They made it on Ellen, I swear to you. It was like, oh my god! Do you know, <laughs> I just wonder if there's a way to go the opposite direction and hack this thing, where like white artists have been pretending to be black to make success mainstream. There's a way for black artists to go the other direction and start taking over the shit that white people left behind so they can start acting black just like the skateboard style. You know what's troubling about this conversation? Please tell me. You
0: know, years ago, years ago I tried I I wrote these formats for these for these for these scripts, you know? And and like I had a friend, this white dude I went to high school with. I wrote a script, not a script. I wrote this like the uh, the treatment was was for a black band that just wasn't working out. You know what I'm saying and they were like they were like, dude, they were like, fuck it, let's just do Beatles shit. And the white dude was like I think you need to go back to the drawing board, and I was just like, and I exited. but I was like, that was the passionate one. I was like, this is because I, because lo- I love the damn Beatles. So why? And so like, that's that's you know, I mean, like I'm I'm happy about that. I think like, look them up; they're great. Because well, I think you know, because ex- it's back because like, there have been more talk of like elders of my family and stuff like that. Like especially for them, their southern family members, they were listening to there's certain country musicians that they liked, white country musicians that they liked. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean like my dad like like uh, Hank Williams ain't mm-hmm. a bad dude to mm-hmm. my grand wasn't a bad dude to my grandfather. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean like uh you should see the way black women respond to, to Jolene by Dolly Parton. Love you know what I'm saying? Song. That that's 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 a that just connects with woman. You know what yep. saying like yep. and so like I mean I where am I where am I trying to go with this? Like I think I think I think it I think it's a great way to can I think it's a great way to get I think it's a great way to get new audiences to you know what I'm saying to listen cuz then you're not focused on the color of it you just focus on the sound cuz you just have that barrier and it's like the Beatles stuff was good music. I'm sorry if you people got this stuff they don't like it, you know what I'm saying like the white album and some of that stuff got me through some troubling times. I'm like these dudes are killing it. Also yeah never mind. but they they're they're, uh, uh, they're amazing. <laughs> no, what know? were you going to say? What well, we talked about this like there was a period. T- like I said, there was a period of time when I was like happy. I thought the Beatles were all happy music. There's a period of time when I was sad. I thought the Beatles were all sad music. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like I'm like I feel like this goes however your disposition is. Yeah. But it's just that it's that damn good. They were amazing, you know. And so like I think with other I think it you know anytime you have like there there's so many co- like if I were a DJ or music, band music there are so many interesting covers that I would love to do to a crowd of people at like a made in America that aren't like black that aren't like black songs yeah. it's like it's like a certain song from frog stomp on from silver chair you know what i'm saying to like you know what i'm saying to just bust out and crush it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and right. then like or just like or just we all do a crazy tame and song and then we'll have black folks will be like yo that's tame shit though you listen to their real st- you listen to their real stuff And it's just like dog they already have been there you know what right, I'm saying? they're right, already right. amazing i think and maybe maybe that's all it is it's just the barrier cuz a lot of people look at the beatles they look at the they four white dudes they're like
1: the the, repre- the representative of just white they're just like like, I don't know. I'm not listening to it. And how vaunted it is, based on how simple like some of the early music is. I can yeah. understand people who haven't gone through the whole catalog being like, "What the fuck?" I uh, fine the Beatles. I get it.
2: It's, it's a, like a
1: cultural signifier, but that's what music is too. Yeah. that's that's I think how we kind of put an underline of, under this whole conversation is yeah. that like all these lines between what it means to sound black and what it means to move your hips, like you know, you're emulating a black person. I mean, these things in a way are real because race and these divisions or how we look that's a part of our lives but like it takes so little to undermine that it takes so little like fucking bobby caldwell what you won't do for love yeah he's white i had no idea did you know that i see it i'm saying he's (laughs) the one guy that like really 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 tricked me like most of the time if it's not like Average White Band tricked me because that song, uh, I didn't know that was by them. What, Pick Up the Pieces? No, not
0: Pick Up the the Pieces. Oh, the other one. Okay. Yeah, I I did not. And I, I actually, for years, for Pick Up the Pieces, I actually thought... Average White Band was a joke name. Right. Yeah. I did, I thought they were black people.
1: And they're fucking Scottish too. That's Come on. That's, that's crazy.
0: That's the best part. Right? They got that one black man in that band though. They had man. The <laughs> I'm like I'm like he's like I'm going to ride I'm going to stick with y'all. Right? Right. all <laughs> I hope was he from Was he from Scotland or was he just like from Detroit? You got me, man. He was in Scotland or something. <laughs> but like um you know it's Bobby Coleman Trick. I mean like they you got like what's his name? <laughs> Um what's it gagggs sure <laughs> you got all you got all these folks I mean like Joe but, Cocker Joe do you feel
1: I mean, do you feel duped or or like but I mean I don't think it matters whether I feel duped or not. I just want people to be respectful. I don't want people to like be putting on some kind of weird vocal blackface it doesn't yeah. feel it doesn't feel right, but I also would never want to stop somebody from representing their music in the way that they see fit so it's tricky. It is. But like it, it's it's about how it feels. It is. And it also shouldn't fucking matter to me. I mean, I don't get to be the arbiter of what's right for black culture. You don't. And like you look I mean, just like uh, all
0: elements of hip hop, if you go through if you go through the beats, they're sampling everything. Yep. You know, it's just like, it ain't all, it ain't just black stuff. You know what I'm saying? As you know that, these guys were listening to everything. That's, and that's what I think a lot of people can learn. Like, you, cause you take, like, the Quincy Jones interview. Quincy was talking about all sorts of, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if you think he's just stuck looking at black records, that's just not, that's just not how it is. I, but I think I think it's also on us you know, as black people, because I, th- I feel a lot of black people could argue that because of so much of st- was taken from black culture, they didn't have to say shit mm-hmm. about, but I'm just like, I mean, you kind of do, cause like, there's a white man from Charleston, wasn't making much money, you know, and like, and he did this one record, and then you got you got these dudes on stage making money, and you just you just you're know saying just just feeding into the feeding into the problem and you can you can be like it's okay you're still a great you're still a talented person the fact that you were able to identify this beat lay it with this section mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying be like this person rap over it and I'm gonna put it at this pace that's still talent doesn't take away from you but you got to acknowledge the fact that it's like listen if it weren't for this person that made this 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 wouldn't be the same beat and so maybe maybe that's people just people just gotta you know saying? people just got to give thanks give thanks yeah Zach you want to end on that yeah thank you thank <laughs> for the thank,
1: conversation thank you Deb I, I needed this we should fucking do this every week <laughs> we,
0: should. we should listen high
1: five we should listen I, this, is, <laughs> this is what Madcap is about now
0: this is what it took to get to Madcap <laughs> forget
1: guests forget music <laughs> exactly. forget production yeah. this is what Madcap is now you know yes yes I agree hope, hope people like it <laughs> exactly <laughs>